Hey, y'all. Real quick before I hit play on this episode of Familypreneur for you, I want to be sure that you know that I have a brand new podcast available for you to check out. It's called Just Marketing, and you can find it on this podcast platform. Go ahead and search for Just Marketing and hit subscribe so you don't miss anything. Then come back here and listen to this episode of Familypreneur. It'll still be here waiting for you. Welcome to Familypreneur, the podcast for parent entrepreneurs raising kidpreneurs. It's time for your weekly dose of inspiration and actionable tips to build your business and find better balance, all while strengthening your family. And now we'd like to introduce your host. She's my mom and the bomb.com, Meg Brunson. Hey there, and welcome to episode number 130 of the Familypreneur podcast. I just want to welcome you and thank you for being here. If you are brand new, welcome. If you haven't already done so, hit the subscribe button on your podcast player, whatever platform you're listening on, subscribe now so that you don't miss another one of our amazing episodes. On Mondays and Fridays, we have some relatively short episodes where I will give you some information on marketing and other familypreneur reflections. And every Wednesday, you can enjoy our midweek mastermind where I will interview either a parent or a child entrepreneur, and we talk about how they do it all, how they balance familypreneurship. And if you're a longtime listener, thank you as well for tuning in so often. And of course, for leaving your reviews in iTunes and sharing these episodes with other friends who would benefit from hearing the message. Now let's introduce today's guest. She has been coaching women for over a decade on how to create a vision for their best life. She thrives on sharing her message of self-empowerment and a wellness-centered life. Her biggest passion project has been the creation of a digital course that teaches women how to create income, generating girls' empowerment groups in their own communities. And her greatest goal is for every young girl and woman to find her own voice and live a life that lights her up from the inside out. She is a proud twin mama, a life coach, the creator of the Girl Life Empowerment Series, and she just released her first book, XOXO, from a girl who gets it, Life Notes for the Young Girl Within. I'm excited to introduce you to Melody Pormorati. Hey, Melody. Thanks for joining me today. I am so excited to be here, Meg. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to have you. I love bringing on, I love finding other women who are in the space of not only empowering women, but empowering girls. That's obviously a a big soft spot in my heart is to empower our kids. Yeah, 100%. Thank you. It's I, I also really love connecting with like-minded women who are looking to bring value to our planet and just make the world a better place. So I'm so glad we crossed paths. Yes. So let's talk a little bit about the Girl Life Empowerment Program. Like, Let's just start with the program. I feel like once we understand what that is, we can then back up a little bit and dissect how you got started and things like that. So tell me about the program. So the Girl Life Empowerment Program is basically a digital training for super passionate women who would like to bring income generating girls empowerment workshops to their community. So I know that's like (laughs) a mouthful, but um, really, basically, I'm giving other women like myself the tools to get out there in their communities, empower the girls in their communities and earn for the really great work that they're doing. So is this like a franchise model where 
women, moms can build their own business based on your structure, your findings, your lessons? 100%. So, so let's say like we just signed on a woman in Surrey, BC, British Columbia in Canada, and she's bringing it to Surrey and she's thinking of bringing it to Langley as well. And it's her license to practice there. And some people have existing businesses and some people don't. So I give them the tools from A to Z to really get out there, to get the word out there about what they're doing, to actually have the training, the skills and the tools to teach and facilitate these workshops. And as well, like every resource they could possibly need and every playlist they would need for the, for the program. Um, we have icebreakers and empowering crafts and nutrition projects. So I've tried to leave no stone unturned here so that they really just have their business in a box and they can just go out there and take that training and be up and running within a couple of weeks. And as somebody who's multi-passionate, I love that because it's so easy to feel strongly about so many different causes and want to help people in so many different ways, but then you don't have enough time to like really research how to do anything well. (laughs) So it's nice to have like a done for you package that you can just take and then apply and run with it. It's so interesting that you say that because I've had so many women say I've had this, they are multi-passionate like you and like me. And I've had so many women say like, I've wanted to do this. This is exactly what I've been wanting to do for years and years. I've never gotten around to it. I haven't had time for the research. I know it's needed, but I just couldn't do it. So the fact that it landed in my inbox or showed up on my Facebook is like, you know, cosmic and and synchronistic and amazing. Um, And they're very thankful that that the work has been done for them and that they do have the tools and the material to just get out there and do what they've been wanting to do. Now, is the program just for girls or is it a girl and mom togetherness program? So the way that I have created it is for girls, solely for girls, but I do have some facilitators who are actually bringing the moms into some of the workshops. So uh, 100% it can be girl and mom, like mommy and me type situations, but the way that I've run it and most of my facilitators run it is that it's, it's a girls group. Awesome. And can you give me the age ranges for the girls? Yeah, we are um, doing five to 12 years of age. And I think the magic behind that is that we want to really catch girls before they've been socialized from outside forces. There's so much that comes into play with school and with their peers, and especially now with social media. They have influences coming from all over the place, and we want to catch these girls while they're young, give them the tools, give them the resiliency, so when they go through the ups and downs of life, they they are better equipped to really handle it with grace. I love it. I love that that's, it's the younger age range. Yes. So back in episode 27, I interviewed Dina Patton, and I think you're familiar with, with right. Dina too, and she has a girls empowerment program, the girls rule foundation that targets older kids. So the teens, so this seems like it's like the perfect, they're the perfect balance, right? Like they cover all the girls. 100%. We need all of it, right? Like for the teens, we need it for the girls who are in their twenties. We need it for the millennials. We need it for everyone. For me, I just really felt passionately about bringing it to the young girls and The reason for me really is, is I'm a life coach and that's how this whole journey started for me. And as I worked with more and more of my clients who are primarily women, 
I noticed that we were really just unlearning so many things that that we had learned and picked up on in our childhood. Yes. But this epiphany, I was like, what? You know what? Like now that we have this knowledge, let's do something with it. So, so the goal is to bring it to our younger generation and teach them before they have to unlearn their fears and their doubts and all the other stuff that holds them back in their lives and has held us back, right? Yeah. And I see that all the time in my kids. Like I, that's what I podcast about on Fridays is reflections on things that happen within my family. Right. And it's like, I see these traits in my kids and I think about myself as a child and how I had those same beliefs, those same confidence, you know, in myself. And then we lose it all. 100%. And it's such a shame, right? Like why? Could, wouldn't it be so nice if we can all hold on to the confidence that we have at seven and eight and nine years of age? Like my daughters are 12 years, 12 year old twins. And they got up on a stage yesterday in front of about 200 people with their band. And one of them sang and the other one jammed out on her guitar. And I was just like, I, my, my greatest wish for them is that free spiritedness, that comfort, and that willingness to share their gifts will always stay with them because I, I know so many of us have lost it. And, and yeah. again, as women, we're like just trying to find it again, trying to uncover all the layers of stuff to get back to our essence. Can you give us a couple tips, like a couple things that the program would teach to help with that process? Yeah. Ooh, it's it's I- probably hard to pick out like just a couple, but there are so many, I would say one big, one big thing I really like to work on is intuition for our girls, that inner voice of knowing. I always teach them like, there is a voice inside of you that is speaking to you at all times. And that voice is your friend. Get to know her, get comfortable with her and try to listen to her when she's trying to tell you something. There will be times when that voice speaks really, really loudly about something that excites you or something that like, you know, you just know you need to tackle or you know you need to explore in your life. And there will be other times when that intuitive voice will warn you of things that uh, may not be best for you or when you're in danger or when a certain friend isn't, isn't a match for you and it's best for you to sort of like get mindful about the people in your life. So I would say intuition is a buzzword for us that comes up a lot. Um, we do a lot of activities based on intuition In fact, one of our workshops is called Intuition and Finding Your Voice, and it's that inner voice again. We also really talk about mindfulness and staying in the moment because I think what robs us of our joy is being everywhere else but right here. Like I'm feeling so good right now because I feel like I'm focused on you. I'm not anywhere else. I'm not on my telephone. I'm not tending to the millions of other things in my mind. I'm really practicing mindfulness right now. And so we teach the girls how to be in the moment, how to, um, we do activities that really use our senses to keep us in the present moment. Like I'll have them walk across the room with a book balancing on their head. When you're trying to balance a book on your head, you can't really think about a time. (laughs) So they'll walk across and they'll notice how many thoughts and how many ideas really hold them back from doing the thing that they're supposed to be doing in the moment. So I'd say mindfulness is another huge tool to just keep us right here, to keep us enjoying the now. And it's going to be so much easier to just encourage them to keep those things than to try to rebuild them after they've been destroyed. 
Totally. Totally. You said that so beautifully. It's a foundation, right? Yeah. Solid foundation. So how do women get involved with starting workshops in their own areas? Basically, if someone wants to get started, I I can include the links. I can share them with you to share with your audience. They basically will sign on to our training, our curriculum, and they will, it's a digital training. So they're basically going to get everything they need in their digital school, which is under my umbrella of Life Evolutions and Girl Life Empowerment. And they will have everything they need. It's seven modules. They're going to take the trainings, their audio trainings, as well as slides. Once they've done all of that, they are literally ready to go. And of course, I offer so much support, me and my team and the other facilitators around the world, because we have people all over the place. We've got women in Africa and women in Sweden, all over Canada and the U.S. practicing these principles with their local girls. And we all come together in a Facebook group where we give a lot of support to one another to just really stay on track, keep going with those goals and and getting as much guidance as we can from one another. Because my challenge may, may come across to someone else and really help them with their workshop or my inspiration or ideas. It, it all, we keep it flowing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When did you launch this? I know you mentioned your twin girls are 12. So how old were they when you decided this was an idea you had to bring to life? So they were seven years old when we were sitting on the beach somewhere in the Caribbean. And I was watching them. I was watching my girls. They were just playing, like I said, that lighthearted, free-spirited nature that most girls have at seven years of age. And I was like, thinking about a few of my clients, I was thinking about a few of the challenges I had going on in my own life. And I was like, what is it that happens between the ages of seven and the ages of 11 and 12, where everything changes so much, let alone womanhood, right? And I thought, and I thought, and I thought, and I was like, we got to do something about this because we need to preserve that for them. They deserve for us to help them preserve that feeling that that feeling of just being unstoppable. And that's when I had this aha moment. I started talking to everyone I could in this resort on the beach. <laughs> people I knew, people I didn't know, teachers, mothers, women. And you know, when we get excited about something, we just have to share it, right? So I got a lot of really positive feedback. And I went home and I got this workshop up and running just like two weeks later, the very first one, it was a gratitude workshop. And the rest is history. Like the rest was, it just, I don't know. I feel like I was just a channel. It took on a life of its own. I started writing them locally. And then a couple years into it, I had people saying, how can I run these workshops in Maui? How can I run these workshops in New Zealand? And I was like, okay, turned it into a digital training. And um, that's, that's what we have now. So you were already entrepreneurial at that point because you said you were a coach and all that stuff. I I had been life coaching already at that point for about seven years. And uh, I grew up in a family business. So it was just, it was a very um, natural progression into doing the business side of things. But what what I was missing in my family business and what I was able to find in Girl Life Empowerment and Life Evolutions 
was a cause. I, I needed to, I needed to work on something that like lifted me and made my heart feel full. And, and this was it. This was, this was the very thing I always wanted and needed and didn't know existed. And I really believe that as women, we're creators and we can really bring anything into existence that we truly believe in. And that's really what happened for me. Like once I started, it was, it almost seemed effortless. It was like, it, it was so exciting to me and still continues to be. I, I wake up in the morning and I'm like, okay, let's go. Like, like, what are we going to do today? How are we going to work on, on getting the word out and bringing more people into our movement? It's just most magnificent feeling. So what kind of a business did your parents have while you were growing up? So my, my family business, and it was not just my parents, but it was also my uncle and aunt. So it was like all my cousins. This is where we literally grew up, like making catalogs and, and whatnot from the time we were like seven and eight years old. But it's a home decor business where we imported really gorgeous. I mean, it started out being teapots and then it turned into bath goods and other essential home goods. And so so my job was really to do the sales and the marketing there. And my dad had us working in every different division from the time we were very, very young, just to really understand, like there was a time I did accounts payable. And then there was a time I did accounts receivable. There was a time I was working on our website. So it really gave me a well-rounded understanding of what being a part of a business looks like and feels like. So in school, did you take the traditional route then? Did you go to college and do all of those things? I did. When I was in school, although I always, again, I always had this intuitive voice of knowing telling me that it was my calling to work with people and to somehow support other people in their, in achieving their own goals. I always knew this. I knew I want to say since I was five or six years old. But being in the family business and the family business really being my dad's first child, (laughs) I felt that what I should do was to study business, which is what I did do. Although on the side, I was always doing other things that were supporting other people in roles that I knew I was meant for. Like I used to work with children who had autism, doing therapy with them. Uh, I worked in a senior center. These are the things that lifted me and I needed to do concurrently with business. But I did study business with a minor in psychology. And, and then I, after I graduated, I fell in love with a man in New York, my husband now. So I was living in Canada at the time and we had to make a decision about where we were going to live. So I moved here to New York and it's amazing how things work out just the way they're supposed to. I don't know that had I stayed in Toronto, would I have been doing what I'm doing because the space that I got from the family business and the time that I had to really figure things out really helped me to step into this new role. So uh, it was very, I, I feel like it was my path to end up here and to, uh, to discover what I'm supposed to be doing. And how did having kids change things or did it? Yeah. I mean, having kids always changes things. It always changes things, but they were really my inspiration for all of this because as you watch them grow, as you watch them move through every phase of their lives, you, you want so much to give to them and to do for them. And I I once read this quote, which I think is so true that parenthood, like being a mother is like having your heart exist outside of your body. Right. And as mothers, there's only so much we can do, right? And 
I learned that as protective as I may be, and as much as I may want to give them the world, the best gift that I can give them is the gift on relying on themselves, the gift of feeling powerful from the inside out. So um, they really raised me. They raised me to, to get this message out there and to know that that all I really need is to, to have faith in my own parenting and to have faith that they, they will trust their intuition to, to move through life with my support. How do you define balance? Like, what are your thoughts on, on work-life balance or familypreneur balance? Honestly, the older I get, the more I realize that there is no true balance. As much as we may try to achieve it, I think we need to cut ourselves some slack, give ourselves a break, and understand that some days will just inevitably, like you and I were talking before the show, some days will inevitably be more challenging, more full, more jam-packed than others. And we like we need to stay moment to moment in those days and just make it through and try to make it as joyful as possible. And there will be other days that are not as occupied and we can really, we can just, you know, feel that freedom and that comfort in, in knowing that it comes and it goes and we've got to, we've got to really just flow with it. So I don't, I don't necessarily think there's always a balance. Sure. Yeah. Have any tricks or tools that you personally use that you're feeling comfortable and confident with how you're dividing your time between those two aspects of your life? 100%. There are a few things that I do weekly and they don't always happen on the same day of the week. Again, balance because I just, I can't make it work that way all the time. But one of the things I do is I have, uh, I call them my soul sessions. I put it on my calendar, soul sessions with friends and we schedule, you know, a group of women who we are there for each other, mind, body, soul. It's like a beautiful, meaningful connection. So I try to see them almost every week. And whether we're going for a walk or having lunch with one another, we are present with one another throughout the week. And the other thing I do is, sounds funny, but a foot massage. It like literally, <laughs> it's it's my happy place. It's my alone time for an hour each week where I just get to recharge and let go and, and be on my own. So those are two practices that, that are non-negotiables for me. And I feel like self-care is one of those things everybody talks about, and it's figuring out what it means to you. 100%. And it's different for everyone, right? For some, it's meditating every morning and every night. Um, For others, it's cooking like a delicious meal. Like whatever brings you that peace, uh, you got to do that. And what what works for you doesn't work for me and vice versa. So we really got to get to know what it is that gets us excited. It is definitely not a foot massage for me. I'm like the most (laughs) anti-foot person you'll probably ever meet. That's so funny. I know a lot of anti-foot people, but once you get past that that idea of feet, (laughs) it's actually quite relaxing. I bet. I bet. I'll I'll get a massage, but I'm like, stop at my ankles. Oh, wow. Okay. I got you. I got you. (laughs) To each his own, right? Right. It looks different for all of us. Totally. How are your girls involved in your business? And do they have any of their own entrepreneurial visions yet? Yes. So my girls are a big part of my business. They were there from the beginning. So they started out as being participants in each workshop where they were learning alongside the other girls. And as they got older, they became my partners 
They would um, help me with registration when the girls were walking in. They would go and individually spend some time with each of the girls to really just get in tune and, and help them understand the practices that are in play in each workshop. And, uh, and they're like the masterminds behind this. Like they come to me with ideas for things that they think girls their age really, really need right now. And of course, along with that comes like, mom, this isn't cool. You totally shouldn't do it. (laughs) (laughs) We get a little bit of both, but, but I'm so thankful to have them by my side on this journey because they bring me so many insights. I know your husband supports you through this whole business. Yes. But he's also entrepreneurial, right? Yep. My husband's also entrepreneurial. He's in the apparel business in New York City. And he's also in a family business. So like we're keeping it real here. We're all part of a family business and, and, you know, understanding the intricacies of it and working hard to maintain that family connection while also working together, which can sometimes be challenging. I feel like it makes it even more complicated when you've got two separate and unrelated family businesses in the same home, plus the needs of the family. Right. Is it ever difficult to get all of the, like to get family time to align with both businesses? Tell me what you mean by family time to align with both businesses, like in order for us to actually be together. Like, yeah, like to, to make your family values, whatever they are for the week, you know, fit into both because you've got your own moving parts and he has his own moving parts. Right. And it's got to be hard sometimes to get all of those moving parts to align. 100%. It, it is. It's a moment-to-moment <laughs> communication process that he and I need to be in. We try to keep it as organized as possible on our calendars. But what's super important to us is family dinners. So I would say at least four nights a week, we all come together to eat together, reconnect, talk about our day, talk about our week. Weekends as well are like for us huge. It's it's whether my daughters are performing or we're all supporting each other in some sort of like whether we're doing an empowerment workshop that weekend, we all pick up responsibilities when we need to. And uh, again, some days are harder than others. And that's just the honest truth of it, right? Like there are some days when I know I'm having a workshop or I know I'm about to do a webinar. And like up until five minutes before I go online, like things are going crazy. (laughs) But everyone ends up where they need to end up. And everyone helps where they need to. But but it's not always like, (laughs) you know, I don't know what the word is that I'm looking for, right. but it's not always like perfect, smooth, perfect. Yeah, totally. And it kind of goes back to that whole balance. Like balance doesn't really exist. It's not consistent. It's not, you know, you said family dinners four times a week is the goal, but that some weeks you may not hit four, but that doesn't mean that you failed at anything. 100%. It's just what happened some that week. He's traveling for a week and that's just not doable. So, right. so we deal and it's okay. Yeah. Right. Exactly. (laughs) So I love asking, you know, what's your number one piece of advice? If you encounter a parent who is kind of in the beginning stages looking to launch her business, what's your best advice? I think my biggest piece of advice would be make sure that it's a business that really resonates with you, that gets you excited, that gets your juices flowing. Because when there's that kind of alignment going on, 
it is so much more joyful to work on every aspect of your business. Like there will be pieces of every business that we may not like get super excited about. Like for me, accounting is that piece, you know, (laughs) right. But knowing that I'm doing it for a greater cause, knowing that I'm doing it for something that, that means so much to me and adds so much value to my life makes it a lot simpler, makes it a lot more easy to just dive in and do what needs to get done. So um, something that's just truly your soul's calling. I like that. And I think that that has a lot of value. I know for me personally, there were a lot of businesses I tried to start right. because I, I thought it would have a good possibility for profit, but not necessarily because I was super passionate about that issue. And once I got clear on my why, yes. you know, then it, it makes everything fall into place. So I love that advice. Totally. Thank you. Thank you. And I love, I love focusing on that why. That why question is everything. Right? Yeah. Totally. <laughs> now you have a new book too. Can you tell me a little bit about the new book before we wrap up? Yeah, absolutely. So super excited about the book. It's my first book and it's called XOXO from a girl who gets the life notes for the young girl within. And uh, it's a series of 50 life notes that I am sharing partially with myself and partially with all the young girls and women who, who pick it up. And everything that we talk about in the Girl Life Empowerment series is a part of this book. We talk about how breathing is our friend and we need to use our breath to keep us calm in every moment. We talk about how not everything's about us, how we sometimes interpret situations and think that it, it involves us when really if someone's having a bad day, it has nothing to do with us. We talk about taking responsibility for our lives. We talk about choosing our thoughts mindfully because our, our thoughts create the feelings that we have on the inside. So um, just a bunch of wisdom notes that will hopefully help young girls through, through the ups and downs of life. Great. And we'll put a link to that book in the show notes too. So If anybody wants more information on the show notes or, of course, the Girl Life Empowerment Program, we'll have all of those listed so they're quick and easy to get to. Can you share where our listeners can learn more about you specifically or any of your programs? Yes, absolutely. www.getgirlpower.com, getgirlpower.com to learn about the Girl Life Empowerment Series. Our Instagram page is at Girl Life Empowerment. Girl Life has only one L, so G-I-R-L-I-F-E. And uh, basically everything that we're doing, every part of our movement, we're sharing on Instagram. So that'll be your best bet to get a little piece of what's going on in our world. We almost forgot to talk about the freebie that you wanted to offer. Can you tell us about the gratitude workshop? Absolutely. Yeah. So I I have a lot of potential facilitators saying, how can I get a taste of the workshop without signing up yet? And I I couldn't agree more. So I created one module in a freebie for potential facilitators to just sign up and get a feel for exactly what is included. And it's called the Girl Life Freebie, the Girl Life Gratitude Freebie. So I'd love to give that as a gift to your audience to just kind of get in there and check in with the program. Awesome. So I will put that link in the show notes. Thanks for sharing so much of your story and balance 
or your perspective on balance. <laughs> and of course, the programs. I think it's great to be able to create a product like you did that the impact can really expand and ripple out. You know, so I'm looking forward to seeing where this goes over the next few years and how many girls that you'll be able to impact. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you saying that. And I appreciate you having me on your podcast. It's an amazing resource and I'm honored to be here with you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Meg. You will find all of the links mentioned in this week's episode and the show notes at megbrunson.com slash 130. I hope you'll join me on Friday, Monday, and back here again on Wednesday for some more great familypreneur episodes. Until next time, have a great day. Bye. Did you know that my mom has a Facebook page, Instagram account, YouTube channel, and more? Her username is The Meg Brunson. Just about everywhere. You should go follow her.